Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Your happily ever after is waiting for you in the Chrysler Pacifica and Pacifica Plug-In Hybrid. With available all-wheel drive, Pacifica helps handle adverse conditions like magic. And with a plug-in hybrid, it can help your range anxiety disappear. Make your drive even more enchanted in the Chrysler Pacifica. And watch Disney's Disenchanted, now streaming only on Disney Plus, rated PG. Disney Plus subscription required. Must be 18 plus to subscribe. EPA estimated 520 mile total range with a fully charged battery. Actual mileage may vary. Gareth Edwards is back with a new original sci-fi film called The Creator. That's Gareth Edwards, the Godzilla and Rogue One guy, not Gareth Evans, the guy who did the Raid movies. And I definitely don't have to write that on my hand to make sure I don't get them mixed up. Hello everybody and welcome to my review for the new film, The Creator. The Embargo just dropped for full reviews and I'm excited to have my review for this one out at The Embargo. The Creator is from director Gareth Edwards, his first feature since Rogue One, a Star Wars story back in 2016. Edwards co-wrote the screenplay with Chris Weitz, a credited writer on Rogue One and an Oscar nominee for the film About a Boy. Wholly original movies are few and far between, especially when you're talking about movies that operate at the scale of a film like The Creator. When you look at the top 25 movies this year domestically, only two of them, Elemental and Megan, pass the test of being wholly original. And what I mean by that is not a sequel, not an adaptation, not based on a true story, not based on any kind of preconceived property, literally just an original idea with original characters. And when you look at the top 25 films of all time domestically, there are still only two movies that pass that barrier, Avatar and 1977 Star Wars. And now more than ever, it really is a risk because there's no IP, there's no audience goodwill to bank on for a studio to invest in a movie like The Creator. They really are taking a leap. And I worry as I look at the rollout of this film that The Creator, for these reasons, may be a financial disappointment. And if that does turn out to be true, then it's going to be a real shame because it is certainly not a creative disappointment. I am a sucker for good science fiction, and The Creator is one of the best pure science fiction films this century. Yes, I said it. Rogue One may not have been the best creative experience for Gareth Edwards as a director, but you can see what he brought to Star Wars and not the other way around. He's painting on a similar canvas here, but with a fraction of the resources that he had over at Lucasfilm, and you'd never be able to tell. The Creator is a stunningly beautiful film with cinematography from Dune and the Batman's Greg Fraser, and relative newcomer Oren Sofer. These images are complemented by some remarkable special effects that look as good or often even better than what we see in movies with two or three times this film's budget. The scope of what is done here and the quality of that work at the budget point, which again is reportedly around $80 million, is as much of an expose on the waste of big studio movies as any kind of article in Deadline or The Hollywood Reporter. It puts these movies literally to shame, these $200, $250 million movies. When you look at the effects on a movie like Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, put those special effects 
up against the special effects and the creator, and you tell me which movie had the bigger budget. It's not always about the size of the budget, it's how it's used, and the creator, from what it appears to be, unless there's some crazy extra budget money that they're hiding away somewhere, has one of the best uses of its budget of any movie that I can think of in a very long time. So I'm gonna once again paraphrase my favorite movie critic of all time, Roger Ebert. You've heard me say this a lot if you've watched my reviews for a while. He often likes to say that it's not what a movie's about, it's how it's about it. And this is a great example of that saying because on the surface, it appears that we've seen some version of the creator's story many, many times before. John David Washington plays Joshua, a special government operative who's called back to duty after a tragedy in order to find a secret weapon being developed by humanity's enemy, artificial intelligence, which years before carried out a devastating attack on Los Angeles. When Joshua finds the weapon, it turns out to be a young AI girl named Alfie, and despite her destructive potential, Joshua begins to feel protective of Alfie and to question the real nature of humanity and what it means to be alive. We've seen shades of stories like this before, but it starts with the performances and John David Washington is a strong lead grappling with his own past and inner turmoil about the mission that he has been asked to accomplish. He's paired with a young actress named Madeline Una Voiles in her first on-screen performance. And again, at the risk of sounding hyperbolic, this is one of the best performances from a young actor, particularly an actor that is not experienced and hasn't been in show business already for years and years that I can remember maybe ever. Voiles commands the screen and her character from the first moment, and as the movie goes on, she gradually shifts the emotional burden of the film onto herself right up to the movie's last frame. There isn't one single second of kid acting or unreality. She brings an experience and a wisdom to her role that far exceeds the abilities of so many young actors, even good ones. This performance will most assuredly be on my shortlist when I'm thinking about my favorite performances at the end of this year. The rest of the cast is also stacked with talented actors. Jimma Chan plays a critical role as Joshua's wife, Maya. Ken Watanabe comes in to lend gravitas to the movie, as he is often tasked with doing. And Allison Janney ditches all of her inherent likability to play one of the most abjectly hateable villains that I've seen in a movie in a very long time. I had no idea that the actress that brought us C.J. Craig was capable of such on-screen depravity. The creator feels like a throwback to the time in Hollywood when you could sell a movie on concept alone. And I think that for people that give it a chance, you're going to be rewarded with a little bit of everything. There's some great high-minded, thinky sci-fi. There's some incredibly executed and choreographed action scenes, uniformly stellar performances from the cast, genuine emotion, excitement, humor, spectacle. It's the kind of movie I think would have been a big hit in 1993 or maybe even in 2003. But when we look at the theatrical marketplace of 2023, I worry that there's just not gonna be enough support for it. And the marketplace needs a movie like this with movies like Challengers and Dune being pushed off the schedule. It really is kind of a wasteland out there. I think people are looking for an option for a reason to go to the movies. And I think that for the people who show up to see the creator, they're going to be rewarded. And I hope that they tell their friends, maybe it has a chance to be a word of mouth. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. 
just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Mouth hit. I'm definitely going to be seeing it again because I can think of four or five scenes right off the top of my head that I'm excited to experience again in a theater, not just because they're exciting or emotional, but because they are uniquely exciting and emotional. They are specific to these characters and this movie, and that is the hallmark, really, of a story well told. I love how the AI and the machines are designed and executed in the movie, many of them having taken on partial human form to replicate their creators, and in a lesser movie, they would have just been the faceless bad guys, the humanity versus the machines, but of course, it's all much deeper than that, and the way that they deal with this AI-human war, there's a whole scene where it's brought up and kind of addressed in a way that I didn't really see coming, and in a way that some people might say, like, well, that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, or maybe that's anticlimactic, but it works again because it's specific to this story and you realize as you go on that it really isn't about this global conflict that's happening it's about this personal conflict between this small group of characters and the movie works on that scale and also on the big action scale there is the conspiracy theorist part of me, however, that does think it's a bit suspicious that a movie is coming out right now from a major studio, a studio owned by Disney, no less, that's about how AI is more likable and more human than the threat that we all think that it is. Hmm. Of course, the elephant in the room here is this movie's similarity in some respects to Star Wars, and there are some parallels that you can draw. There is a giant floating space base in the film that is able to target things on the ground and rain destruction from above. In this movie, it's called Nomad, but I don't really think that the characters in the film would have been out of line if they had nicknamed it the Death Star. But I think it speaks to the ability of Gareth Edwards and his actors to carve out a unique voice for these characters that this movie doesn't feel like a retread of Star Wars or of other movies that it shares a similarity with. Just as George Lucas reinvented the tropes of the hero's journey and story beats that have been around for so many times before to craft Star Wars, Gareth Edwards is recrafting our current cinematic language to tell his own unique and affecting story. If this sounds like a rave review, well, it is, and I'm not saying that this is going to be my favorite movie of the year so far, but it is one of my favorites so far this year, and perhaps the most refreshingly original movie I've seen in 2023. The creator is an incredibly effective use of all the tools that a modern filmmaker has at hand in order to craft an epic sci-fi vision in the tradition of Stanley Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey, Ridley Scott's Blade Runner, Denis Villeneuve's Arrival, Alfonso Cuaron's Children of Men, and Alex Garland's Ex Machina, to name a few. I'm not saying that the creator measures up to all of those movies or that it's as great as all of those movies, but I am saying that it comes pretty close. In the comments section below a lot of my videos that I've been making about the strikes, and particularly the writer's strike, I've seen several people make the same point, which is, well, what does it matter that the writers are on strike? They should stay on strike because Hollywood hasn't produced anything creative or original in the last 10 years or 20 years or however long. And my guess is the people that say that are also the ones that limit themselves to only watching stuff that comes out of Marvel or Star Wars. And to them, well, that's Hollywood and that's all that Hollywood can produce. And despite the fact that that's not Hollywood, that's a tiny fraction of what Hollywood produces each year. I worry that the same people who are out there saying that Hollywood doesn't make anything creative 
are also the ones that are most likely to skip a movie like The Creator because it's original and not familiar. And I would say, give this movie a shot. I don't think that you'll be disappointed if you do. And on my personal scale, I am giving it a rating of See It Now. I am an unabashed fan of and advocate for this movie. And I really hope I don't have to spend the next few weeks on Charts with Dan and sitting over there in the corner shaking my head in disappointment that nobody is going to see this movie. And yet many of those same people will still turn around and say that Hollywood's not making anything new or original. I have no idea why the studio waited so long to drop the official review embargo on this film because I saw it last week. I actually drove a few hours away to see it because I was excited by what I'd seen and and I wanted to be able to be on the front lines here really recommending it if I really liked it. And this is the kind of movie that could use that critical word of mouth. And it's really the kind of movie that makes me excited to be a critic. In the era of Rotten Tomatoes, when film criticism has been boiled down to this sort of binary, fresh, rotten metric, if you were to ask me for my most simple review of the creator, well, then I guess it would be just one word. And that word is go. So in case you couldn't tell, that is a recommendation for me on The Creator. It opens nationwide this Friday. Preview screenings start on Thursday. And if you're on the fence, it's a wholehearted recommendation from me. Thank you so much for watching this review here on the channel. I'll be back later on today, unless some breaking news pushes charts for some reason until tomorrow. This review took the slot that charts normally sits in, so charts will be out later this afternoon. And as soon as the details of the WGA deal are released, I will also have a video breaking down what's in the deal, what's not in the deal, what did the writers get, what did the AMPTP get? There's a lot to break down there. So much, much more to come here on the channel today and throughout the rest of the week. Until then, thank you so much for watching. Stay safe, and I'll see you next time. Bye. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu.